following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. Thank you, thank you, and this is my first podcast on Voice America Talk Radio. I'm so glad you're here to um, be here with me this morning, and my special guest, Dr. Nicolene Amby. A little bit about me, I want to talk about, um, my name is Joe Hausman, and my website is www.joe, which is just J-O, and my last name is H-A-U-S as in Sam, M-A-N.com, so joehausman.com. A little bit about me, I wrote a a book about my life last year and it was published in January and in February of 2016 it became an international bestseller. The name of it is Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. So hence the name Go For It with the Empowerment Channel here on Voice America. But the reason I wrote the book is um, to help others be- overcome trials and tribulations in their lives. I wanted to share the loss that I've had, we've all had our losses in our life, but I wanted to share the losses that I've had, but also to overcome with perseverance and gratitude and love and happiness. Yesterday was my birthday, and I was born on my dad's birthday way back many, many, many years ago. But anyway, um, my father passed away when I was 11, and after that, I just decided that I was going to celebrate my birthday, our birthdays, for the both of us. Because he loved his birthday as much as I loved mine. And when I was growing up, my brothers kind of got annoyed with me a little bit about that. But it didn't matter because I thought, I'm going to go out and I'm going to celebrate. And I still do to this day. Um, on Facebook, I'm uh, facebook.com forward slash coaching with Joe and then the number one. And but also on my personal page, I talk about my birthday a lot. And just because of the fact that I want to celebrate life, I want to celebrate happiness, and I want to celebrate love. Because if we, to me, if we keep going on with sadness and and loss, I'm not sure how people can go on from day to day. I wake up with an attitude of gratitude. And I try to say thank you to everyone for everything that they do for me. Brian Tracy has a wonderful quote saying, develop an attitude of gratitude. Say thank you to everyone you meet for everything they do for you. And that to me is how I've lived my life and how I've overcome a lot of perseverance. I was a single mom. After I grew up, I was a single mom for 10 years. Um, my wonderful son, Cody, who is now 24, actually, he actually, he'll be almost 25. Well, he'll be 25 in October. So, um, but he was, as a young child, and then I met a wonderful man, and we got married about three weeks before Cody turned 10. So, 
Jim was his name, and he was just a wonderful man. Before I met him, he had developed an illness. And so I knew about the illness when we, or after we met, he had told me about it. But a couple years after we married, it came out of remission. And so I, we started having to deal with the, um, his illness and everything that came along with it, all along with my son growing up. But of course, I like to add things on and I like to keep, you know, keep piling things on. So I decided to also start an at-home business at the same time. And at the same time, I didn't know what kind of blessing that business would be, but in truly it was a blessing because I was able to work from home. I was what they call a virtual assistant. And the name of my business was uh, SimmonsVirtualAssistant.com. So I was able to work at home. I had clients from all over the country. And then I was able to go be with my son with his... um, things that he was doing in school, and then also be able to go with my husband um, when he has doctor's appointments. So lo and behold, um, 2010 came, and my son graduated high school, and then he had to have a major surgery in June, which required hospitalization and a bunch of follow-up visits. Well, then unfortunately in July, my husband passed away, and then in August, my son went off to college. So then I found myself alone at the house doing my at-home business. My clients were absolutely wonderful to me. I could not have asked for any nicer clients than what I had. They gave me the time, they gave me the space, but yet they were always checking in on me. Um, They kept me as busy as I needed to be. And for them, I'll always thank them for that. They were a true, true blessing. So, and all, when you go through trials and tribulations, you also find out who your true friends are, who your true confidence are and sometimes it's people you would never expect sometimes it's people that kind of come out of the woodwork just to come on and um, help you through all of a sudden it's a phone call from somebody you haven't heard from in years or just somebody that's coming over to stop over to check to see how you are those are the people we have to cherish in our lives sometimes we don't always know that they're there but just know that they're praying for you and they're thinking about you and they're caring for you and so After I decided to um, pick myself up after everything, I decided to go back to school, and I decided to get my master's degree. And I thought, well, there's no time like the present. Um, You know, I was single again, and um, Cody was off to college. So I decided to go back to school and get my master's, which is in the next town over from where I live. But I had to take some undergraduate classes because I wasn't, I hadn't taken everything that I needed to. So the young kids that were in there, which were 18, 19, 20-year-olds, they gave me so much life. They had so much life in their bodies and in their spirits that it just brought me to life. It was just that that camaraderie that they had, the fun that they had. Now, they weren't the they weren't the most awake at 8 a.m. in the morning, but just knowing that their energy, their positive energy that they had, and again, they probably never know what they've done for me, but that gave me, I look forward to going to those classes. I really did because they just gave me so much life and so much joy. So as I went on, um, I finished up my master's degree in 2014, um, graduated with that. And then, but all the time I thought about writing this book, but I didn't know how to do it, when to do it, where to do it. And I had contacted um, a couple publishers and I decided to go with bestselling, bestseller publishing in uh, California. So through that, I wrote my book, Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, which you can also find on Amazon or through my website. Um, or if we're local, it's at our Crossroads Bookstore in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So 
through that book, I have met some amazing people. We have, uh, for the authors, we have a um, Facebook page that we can go on and talk to. So through that, I met my wonderful guest today, and her name is Dr. Nicolene Amby. And she really helped me to keep going because there was times when I was writing that book, I thought, there is no way. There is no way I could finish this book because it's a very personal book. It's a very personal book about my life, but also about joys and how we overcome that joy. So I just want to give a big shout out to Nicolene because she really, there would be times I would Facebook message her and say, you know what? Is this really true? Can this really happen? Can this book ever really get done? And she always gave me, go, you know, keep going, Joe. Keep going, Joe. You can do this. You can do this. And so it was hard to do at times because when you're writing such a personal book, and I'm sure it is when you're writing any kind of book, and I haven't written any other kind, so I don't know yet. But just knowing writing this book, it was hard. It was hard to do. But anyway, Nicolene and some other ones from the author page and also my wonderful friends and family, but they... To be honest, I didn't really tell anybody. My son was um, a guiding force, and I didn't actually tell anybody about the book until last um, December. So I really couldn't even go to any of my friends or family because I didn't want anybody to know. I wanted it to be a surprise, and it was. The book was a total surprise. But So anyway, Dr. Nicolene Amby, thank you so much for being on the show with me this morning. And you had to get up pretty early because I'm on Central Time and you're on Pacific Time. So you're a little early this morning, and I so appreciate that. You're very welcome, Joe. If there's one show I had to go on this morning, it would be your show. <laughs> so I want to thank you for, for the opportunity to be here. Well, thank you so much. And like I shared with the listeners, I mean, you really were instrumental with me with um, getting getting myself back on track with the book. Do you remember those few times I had messaged I you? I certainly remember. I remember the inbox messages that you and I shared. <laughs> and you were like, Nicolene, I can't do this. I'm just going to you know, give up. And I would encourage you to think of the final product, to think of the lives that you would be changing. And you kept going. And I'm very proud of you, Joe. And I'm so thankful that you stayed the course because, look, you're affecting so many lives and you've helped so many people through that book. Me well, thank you so much, Nicolene. And, you know, because of the book, um, and this is kind of just what happens, is, and because of you, I found some speaking engagements, which I also, Nicolene and I both do, we're both speakers, but also through that is how I found this podcast, is because um, mm. when we got set up with the same organization to go speak at, through that, I found a couple other speakers, and I went and checked out their website. Anyway, lo and behold, that's how I got on Voice America Talk Radio. So it really is just a blessing, just a blessing in disguise how networking and how just getting out there and meeting other people can open up such brand new doors and such yes. interesting doors. And if there are things that, you know, gone with our lives, I mean, if it's not working for you, shut that door and move on to something different because it really is... Um, a gift from God, I believe. Yes, it is. It is. So, so Nicolene, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. How's it going? What yes, you wrote? Well, you wrote several books. 
Oh, go ahead. Joe, let me begin by congratulating you on your own radio show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a few months in the works, and it's like it's finally coming to fruition. And oh yesterday, yesterday was my birthday, so it's like this is like my birthday gift to myself. So it's an yeah. actual true blessing. Joe, I am so proud of you. You really epitomize the spirit of someone who refuses to quit. Someone who sees the beauty in life, someone who wants to live fully, someone who is going on about their business, who wants to live their dreams. You are such an inspiration to me personally, and I want to thank you for taking the initiative and for having the courage, having the courage to have your own show. It's not easy. So congratulations, Joe, and please, please keep going. Well, thank you, Nickling, and you're the same way with you. It's just a true blessing because you've also had your hardships lately, and um, we've talked about that a few times. But do you want to share with the listeners a little bit about what you've been going through? Yes. Well, before I get into that, I want to share a little bit just to answer your question. Um, I am a teacher. I'm a special education teacher in Compton, and I've been teaching for close to 10 years now, elementary school. But before that, I taught law. I was a law professor for 10 years, and I decided to make a switch from university teaching to elementary school teaching because I wanted to create an opportunity to spend more time with my children. I wanted a career that would accommodate um, raising three young girls. Mm-hmm. And so teaching for me was that career, and I have been teaching ever since. And in the course of my teaching, I noticed that there were some, you know, struggles that my students experienced and their parents experienced as well. And so I created a platform where I go out, I'm a speaker, I am an author, I've published three books. I go out and I talk to parents about how to empower their children at home to become high achievers in school. Because as I was teaching, I noticed that a lot of my students were very intelligent, very gifted, very smart kids, but they just were not learning the skills, they were not applying themselves, they didn't have the right mindset to leverage that skill and talent that I knew they had. So I created a platform where I would speak to parents about how to help their children nurture those gifts and talents, develop the right habits to succeed in school. And so I speak at conferences, schools, school districts, and I've written three books on the subject as well. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. I'm a teacher, and I'm a speaker, and an author as well. Wow, Nicola. And I had totally forgot you used to teach uh, law, law at a college yeah. level. Wow. Oh, I taught law for 10 years. Oh, yeah. my gosh, girl. Now I'm really impressed. So if yeah. I ever have any questions, I can just come to you, right? Certainly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is fantastic. I know you are just an inspiration because I know when we talked before, you absolutely love working with the children that you do. And you just love to see when their eyes light up and they get it and they understand what's going on. So I I just think that is fantastic. Now tell me, um, and we have to go to break here in just a few minutes, but tell me, um, first of all, tell me the first book that you wrote or a little bit about your books. The first book I wrote... Uh, it's called A Teacher's Notes, and it was just giving little advice to parents on how to help their children, support their children from home. Mm-hmm. And then the second book is Above and Beyond, How to Help Your Child Get Good Grades in School. So it's very strategic, much more so than the first book, and it sure. teaches parents how to help their children get good grades in school. And then finally, the last book is Innate Genius. 
And Innate Genius is a 30-day affirmation for students about how to really recognize their talents and leverage those talents to excel in school and beyond. Wow. How do you find the time? Nicolene, you are raising three beautiful daughters. You Mm -hmm. work full-time. How do you find the time to write three books? It's discipline, commitment, and habits. Mm -hmm. Habits. I Mm -hmm. I maintain a daily writing habit. So So do you find yourself, do you do it for an hour? Do you do it for a half hour? Do you schedule out like the first part of your day, the middle part of your day, the end part of your day just to sit down and do it? Yes, I schedule the very first part of my day. So today I had to be on the call with you at 6 a.m., so I woke mm-hmm. up at 5, and I wrote for one hour. Before oh, I my gosh. Call. You've already written yes, for an hour? and you. <laughs> yes, yes. I have to get my writing out very first thing in the morning before I do anything else. I have to get my writing done. Wow. I used to do two hours, two hours, 2,000 words a day, but that mm-hmm. became too much, and I thought, maybe I should, that's a little too much, and then I pulled back to one hour. So, and I write 1,000 words per hour. Get out. You write 1,000 words per hour? I can barely get out 1,000 words a day. <laughs> yes. I think if you make the time, you will get it done. And it's just about dumping ideas. It's not trying to edit the work or trying to make the sentences sound good. You just throw the ideas that are in your head on paper. So that's how you're able to write 1,000 words. And you're going to sort out the writing later on. Wow. So... Okay, and I, I know we have to go to break here in just a minute, but when we come back, I really do want to talk about um, how how you do that after you write the thousand words, okay. but um, and then just talk about how you put it all together. I mean, I had to have the help of a publisher. You know, you and I went through the same publisher, and I had to have that help, but again, mine was a very personal book. Um, yeah. But you have been an educator for so long that this is just absolutely fantastic um when we come back to i also want to talk about um phd because i'm actually interested in getting a phd and um how you went about getting that as well those are kind of things i'm just um trying to still figure out with my life where do i want to pursue more education or of course i'm going to write more books too but you know for now so i would love to talk to you about that i would love to talk with you about that joe Sure, that's going to be fantastic. So to find Nicolene, you can go to www.nicoleneambi, so N-I-C-O-L-I-N-E, then A, M as a Michael, B as a boy, E.com, right? Nicoleneambi.com? Yes. Okay, perfect. And also with me, it's www.johausman.com, J-O-H-A-U-S as in Sam, M-A-N.com. And I'm sure we'll be back here shortly. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Well, welcome back, and thank you so much for being here and listening to us today. I'm uh, talking with my great friend and great mentor, Nicolene Amby. She is an author as well as, a, well, excuse me, an international best-selling author, along with myself. I'm also an international best-selling author. And Nicolene was just telling us a little bit, she has written three books. And Nicolene was telling us a little bit of how she does it. She writes a thousand words a day. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not even sure I can get out a thousand words a day just talking. But she actually writes a thousand words right when she gets up in the morning. And Nicolene is on Pacific time zone, so she gets up really early. And I'm so thankful she got up really early for me today. But she's already written a thousand words before she came on the show today. So, Nicolene, um, let's get back to talking about that and talking about how um, you write, does it just whatever comes to your mind for that book that you write down, or how do you form it out or formulate it out? That's a good, good question, Joe, because you have to have the content. You have to have um, some kind of understanding and knowledge of what you want to write about. If not, you have nothing to write about, right? No matter if you want to write a thousand words. So what I do is I write a very um, detailed outline. So I take about two weeks to write, to flesh out every single thing that I want to say, mm-hmm. and I write it out in an outline form. So it's like practically like writing a book without the details. So that outline is very, very important. And when you have the outline, all you need to do is throw in the information on paper. So that outline yeah. is very important to begin with. So when you do the outline, do you do it from um, beginning to end for the book, or do you do it yes. for each chapter? How do you I do, do the outline? I do it from beginning to end. You do oh, the you do. whole book. You okay. dump. It's like a brain dump. You put down everything that you're going to cover in the book in outline form. Mm-hmm. So you take a chapter, and you break the chapter up into segments, and you further break the segments up, and then you just go in there now and just throw in the words. Okay, well, that's interesting. So it takes Um, a little while to think of that outline. You probably need about two weeks to really mm -hmm. think of what you want to write about and then do your research and put down the the skeleton of the book, and then you just start to write. The writing part is the easiest part. The outline Mm -hmm. is the challenging part because you basically have to put down everything you're going to talk about in your book in the outline. Right. So when you um, when you do the outline, so because I know when I had to do my outline for my book, so I had to do it for each chapter. I was not 
because, and I don't know, and I'm going to keep coming back to this, and it's just my own excuse, but I guess because it's my own personal book, um, mm-hmm. each chapter was, like for my book, my, my book took on many different life forms, as my son says. Mm-hmm. So even through the writing of it and everything we had to do through it, and it took me a year and a half to write it, actually, but it took on so many different life forms. So do you find that with your books as well? Do you find that they have, they take on so many different life forms or you're pretty good about getting it all together and through these outlines, then it works? Yes, exactly that. I'm pretty good about getting it out all together in one outline. So going forward, Joe, you would be, you would notice that I would be publishing a lot of books going forward. This is something that I just want to start implementing in my business. It's a mm-hmm. new business model mm-hmm. where I get to publish four books a year. Oh, look at you, four <laughs> books a year? You haven't four even really done any four books yet. Good for you. Based on this model, that one book a year or one book every two years, no. That's because we haven't thought about it ahead. If you think about it book, in advance. That's like a book a quarter, you, isn't it? Yes. It's very, wow. very doable. Very easy. Wow. Very easy. How many pages think, are your books that, typically? Are they 100 pages? Oh, 50? Oh, that's a great question. They're small books. They're small books. They're 5 by 8, 120 pages. Oh, very cool. I'm going to write that. Because I find, five you know, five. I write for parents. So, and parents are very, very busy. So, I try mm-hmm. to keep the information very succinct and give them exactly what they need to know and not just have, you know, rambling. So, I keep it very succinct. And to the point. Wow, good for you. I am I Nicolene, you just impressed me every time I talk to you. We did a <laughs> we did a conference call here. What oh gosh, when was that? Back in April maybe? And um yes. just on that hour long call and even then I was so totally impressed with you. But boy, I'm just learning more and more about you. That is just fantastic. Well, um, the feeling is mutual, Joe, because I, I love your attitude about life. I love how you go about your business, you're doing, you know, the things that make you happy and you're serving the world, I love that as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, I just like feel like, you know, life is too short. It really is. Yeah. Life is too short. Yeah. We both know that. We both have experienced loss. And mm-hmm. I just I just chose years ago that I was going to take a positive attitude. I had went to some seminars back when I lived in Colorado. I went to some seminars and uh, the guy really talked about the power of positive thinking. And how we have to really live in a positive light. And even when things are going bad for us, whatever we can do in our minds to turn it around and make it a positive. Even if we're standing in line at the local grocery store and things aren't going well for the people ahead of us or our kids are screaming or whatever, we just have to stop, take a break, turn around, turn it around in our minds and say, you know what? This could be so much worse. You know, this could be so much worse. And um, I, I will tell you this little story. Recently, I was um, driving up in Minneapolis, and I got lost. My GPS got me all lost. And even though I was upset, I really stopped, and I thought about it, and I thought, you know what? This is okay. You know, it's all right. I'm. It's not storming. It's not, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'll find my way back. So you just have to really stop, think about it, and I had, you know, um, wonderful people calling me to make sure I was okay, those type of things. And so we just have to keep moving on and keep moving forward in a positive, and I think in a positive way. So that's my little scenario on that. But, and Nicolene, you are the same way. You are so positive and you're just so uplifting. And as I talked, we have both experienced loss. And unfortunately, yours has just happened this last December with the loss of your husband. But how are you, um, 
and managing like the year of first because I know it's just your birthday just a few days ago. So happy birthday. Yeah, and so how are you managing through the year of first and how are your, um, how are your children doing? Yes, that's a great question. If you don't mind, I'll give a little background for your guests who don't know me and don't know what happened. Is that okay? Sure, Can I you bet. Yes, that? please do. Okay, so my husband passed away on December 7th, and it was very, 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 we didn't see it coming. Now, he had been a cancer patient for about 16 years, but he was living a very normal life, and everything was fine. We never anticipated his coming. So on the morning of December 7th, I got a call from the U.S. consulate in Paris because he had been flying over to Paris for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I got a call from the U.S. consulate in Paris that he passed away on the plane mm. as they were descending into Paris. Mm, so for me, uh, it was it was very shocking, very sad. And Joe, you know, I have struggled, and I I'm not I'm trying to work with it now, but mm-hmm. it's been very very difficult, Joe. Mm-hmm. I can't even express to you mm-hmm. how difficult it's been. Mm-hmm. This has been the most horrific, painful experience I've ever had in my life. And death is such a, a final, finite event in your life. And it's just so, I, I can't express how painful it is. Mm-hmm. You just get confused. You don't know who you are. You don't know how, you don't know, you know, what to think, how to feel. You're just not the same person. So I've, had, I've been dealing with a lot recently, but there's one thing I've also known is that I have to try to uh, live. I have to, try to live. I have to try to go on despite those feelings of you know, anxiety, those feelings of sadness. And I'm trying to put my life together, trying to just keep working, Joe, just keep doing mm-hmm. and, uh, and I hope I'm doing that at a hundred percent I'm trying to get there at a hundred percent I'm not there yet but I but it's definitely getting better it's oh, getting good a little easier mm-hmm. and each day because when I found it yeah. what I find about death it's raw and it's real mm, very, and it's raw, very, it's raw, very raw very like raw really raw Right. And, you know, they're there one minute, they're gone the next. And even as sick as yeah. my husband was at the end, he, I never, I never had any thoughts of him passing away, ever. Mm-hmm. I just exactly. thought he needed a liver transplant. He wasn't a drinker by any means. He yeah. um, <clears throat> unfortunately had the end stage liver disease that you get with, without drinking. And so I just never, ever thought of him passing away. And mm-hmm. so when it does happen, all of a sudden you're like, now what do I do? Now, you know, and everything was happening that summer was just so crazy. And all I kept saying was, bring it on, bring it on. If you want to give me more, you know, God doesn't give us any more than we can handle. But some days it's pretty trying. And so, you know, I turned myself over to God and said, okay, you know, you got to give me one step. So one step forward, one step, keep moving on. And so... I know exactly how that feels, Nicolene. And, and so the year of first is hard because you're, you're finding your new normal and you're finding the, really? 
you know, the new way you're introducing them. You you keep saying the year of first. Tell me about that year of first. Well, the year of first is how I consider it. It doesn't even matter if you've been divorced or or the death of a loved one, but it's that year of first that you have to experience on your own now without them around. And Mm -hmm. so the birthdays, the holidays, um, your special times that you guys had together, Mm -hmm. your anniversary, those type of things. That's what I mean by the year of first. And, um... I know several people who have lost loved ones that are also experiencing their year of first this year. And what I tell everybody, and I also drew strength from my mother because after my dad passed away, you know, she raised, because she's like you, she raised three teenagers by herself. And she, um, she chose not to remarry. Actually, I don't even think she ever dated, to be honest with you. So she just chose, she wanted to raise me and my brothers the way her and my dad was going to. Now, that was her choice. That's not everybody's choice. And I, you know, I, whatever works for whatever, you know, whoever. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I give her much credit for that because we never had to move. We never had to um, change schools. But <clears throat> we also live in a small town. And um, we had family all around us. So, I mean, that each scenario is different. But you also have to... Um, as I say, learn your new normal. Your um, every day is a new normal for us, you know. Mm-hmm. And even if you change jobs, or even if you change, um, even if you change vehicles, that's something new. That's something different. So that's what I mean about the for year first and creating a new normal. Like because mm-hmm. your birthday, you just had your birthday, and I'm sure, you know, as a family unit, you used to do things together. Now, mm-hmm. with you and your children, now hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to find, you know, something new and normal in that segment. So, and that's what I meant by that. So, like you said, you took the summer off and you're relaxing. And I think that's really good for the soul mm-hmm. and good for um, self-reflection. And the one thing I did, Nicolene, is um, I ran from peace and quiet. I never wanted peace and quiet. I wanted to always be um, go, 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 go. You know, okay. but the one thing I was running from was the one thing that I needed the most. You needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And so when you when you talk about writing the thousand words, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I should be doing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how I wrote my book is because I actually journaled. Um, right. I journaled for over, well, I journaled on and off, but for a full good year, I journaled. Um, mm-hmm. And so from those notes, that's how I wrote my book. Um, because I'm not yeah. always good at expressing everything I should, so that mm-hmm. was my way of doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm very impressed with you. I am. You keep a positive attitude, and even though sometimes we're hurting on the inside, you um, you never show it on the outside. And I was the exact yeah. same way. Um, you know, if you were to see me out and about in public, yes. Very, very rarely would you see me you know, sobbing or, yeah. you know, whatever. But because I always just tried to keep a positive attitude. Now, if you do and something like if I could be walking through a store or smell his cologne or something, you know, and then I would break down and start crying or you see yeah. his favorite food at yeah. see his favorite food at the grocery store. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be things because actually two days ago was the six year anniversary since he passed. My husband, Jim, oh. passed. And so some years are harder than others. Um, mm-hmm. But you'll ne- you never forget. So, but, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I always I, I always think about what. Oh, go ahead, Nicole. I'm sorry. What was that? 
I think I'm feeling more sadness than I'm showing it on the outside. Mm-hmm. I try to put on a happy, you know, positive, brave front. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, I'm really sad. I'm really mm-hmm. sad that he's not around. I'm really sad that I didn't get my birthday gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, to go out to eat, and he, he's, he was always so nice to me. I was like the best person in his world. And now I get to do all of that. I get mm-hmm. to, you know, do everything single-handedly with the kids. So it's really hard. It is. And it is very hard. And all of a sudden you, because I was a single mom, you know, and I, I guess I still am now, but he's all grown up. But, um, mm-hmm. and that's why I say, and what I tell people, cause I had somebody else ask me that, what do I do on birthdays? You know what? Go out for your birthday or do what you want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to do because they're not here. And it is because my late husband loved his birthday and his birthday was in June. So, um, I always try to do something to celebrate his birthday. And then I also go out of the way to celebrate my own birthday um, because yeah. life is worth living and it's for the living yeah. that we're here. And so that's why we have to just go out and um, and just do things to celebrate us and celebrate them that true. they would want us to do. True. Very true. Good idea. Because they, they don't want us hurting. They don't want us sad. Yeah, you know, they don't. They're in a much better place than we are, but they, mm-hmm. they just want, they want us to be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though You're we are right sad, we're, and we're yeah, and we're trying to live our lives without them. You're right. So, but I'm just like I said, Nicolene. I'm I'm very impressed with you. Um, it is hard, but you know your your children are beautiful, and I'm sure they support you wholeheartedly. I am. I know how children are sometimes, and maybe they push our buttons a little bit, but that's what they're supposed to do, and that's yeah. they challenge us to be better people. That's right. Absolutely. And with your gift of teaching and with your gift of knowledge, um, your children are learning a lot from you. And you're now their role model of what happens if, you know, it, hopefully it never does, but you're also mm-hmm. their role model if, if that was to happen to them in the future. That's right. Absolutely. Just like my mom said, she goes, I, I would have well never wished that on anybody. Yeah, but. well said. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but Nicolene, we'll go on to bigger and better subjects. We're about yeah. up to our break. But again, your um, your website is www.nicoleneambe.com. So it's N-I-C-O-L-I-N-E-A-M-B-E.com, right? Right, right. And mine Nicoleen is com. So Nicoleen and I are both international motivational speakers, and we... Um, if you need to get a hold of us, please let us know. But we are about ready to go to break, Nicolene, and I'll come back with you in just a minute. Wonderful. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for the Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. 
Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. The compassionate life is about just that. There are so many human beings who have made a name for themselves by being humanitarians. They have become individuals who are known for being selfless, kind, and compassionate. Host Dr. Brittany King is also one of these humanitarians. Each week she shares stories of kindness that she has experienced throughout the world, both as a contributor and recipient of these acts of love and kindness. Listen every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it hey hey thanks so much for um coming back and listening to us today i'm here with my special guest dr nicolene amby um again nicolene before the break we were talking about um Unfortunately, your year of first that you where you lost your husband back in December, uh, he passed away uh, in a flight. Unfortunately, over I'm sorry, was it in England? Where was it at? Paris, Paris, France. Paris, Paris, France. Okay, yeah, that would not be a fun phone call to get. And I'm sure many of our listeners have probably experienced um, loss themselves. But um, talk to us now, Nicolene. We talked about that part, but talk about talk about now how you're persevering, how you're moving forward, how you're um, getting on with life. That's a great question, Joe. So we know that this has happened, and um, you don't want to fall apart. You don't want your life to fall apart because your loved one is not here anymore. And if they were here, they would probably want to encourage you to do well and to be better and to keep going and to be healthy and happy. That's what your loved one would want for you. So you don't want to be so sad and so depressed and feeling so anxious that you fall apart. You have to recognize that you're a whole human being, that you're you, you, that you have gifts. You have to recognize that you have something to offer. You have to come from that place where you know that you're very talented and that you have something to offer to the world. And you're going to get in conversation with God when this major catastrophe happens in your life. And you're going to find time to really connect with God so that you can see the beauty and power and essence that lies within you. You can see this amazing person that you are on the inside that you just cannot let go of that person. You just can't let that person fall apart. You have to learn to leverage who you are, leverage your skills, pick yourself up, keep building and keep building and keep going on no matter how horrible you feel. Now, there are two things. You're going to feel sad, but you're also going to know that you're a you're an amazing person, that you're a powerful being, and you're going to learn to live with both your sadness and your power, right? Right, so exactly. So in order to leverage that power, you have to connect with God, and God is going to give you 
um, it's going to give you a reassurance that, yes, you are complete, you're fine, you have everything you need, and you're able to go on. You can. You have, you, you can. You have what it takes. And when you know that, when you're connected enough with God to know that and believe that and trust that, then you have to start implementing habits and disciplines that take you to your next level. You have to start practicing specific things every single day to leverage that gift and that power that you have. So whatever it is that you want to do, maybe you want to be a better mom to your kids. Now you're all by yourself and your kids. You have to start doing things to improve yourself emotionally and physically so that you can be a better mom. You have to find more time to spend with your kids. You have to um, start thinking differently about how to support them. Perhaps you have a gift that you want to bring to the world. Maybe you want a garden. Maybe you want to plant a garden in your backyard. You're going to implement disciplines and habits and practices and be committed to doing that every single day. And you just keep doing. You keep leveraging. You keep improving. You keep getting better no matter how you feel because you know um, that you have something more to offer to the world than this current situation that you're experiencing. That's where I got my power from, Joe. I actually had to find time to talk to God, to find out what is this all about and where do I fit in all of this and how can I grow from this point. And I think life is about growing. I mean, we're like plants. We are here to grow and to express the beauty of the universe and to express life and to express the power of God. We're here to grow. So we have to do things every single day to help us grow. And like I mentioned to you, it's habits. Every single day you have to implement some habits. You have to be committed. You have to be disciplined. You also have to live life with your loved ones, your children, your friends, and make time for everything and everyone in your life, but still continue to nurture that talent and passion that's inside of you. Oh, that is so true, Nicola. I mean, you couldn't have spoke truer words. That is absolutely spectacular. And you do, and I have to, it's not really funny, but I'm going to say it's kind of funny. So my husband was pretty tight with money, you know, and I I wanted new furniture. (laughs) And so, um, and and it was fine that we didn't get any. We had nice furniture the way it was. But I, I will tell you this. After he passed away, about six months after he passed away, my friend and I went to look at some furniture. And I and I had always wanted certain the certain type of furniture. And so we're out looking. I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, I would just love to get it. And my friend's like, well, just do it. You, you kind of had a year from you know where. Just buy yourself some new furniture. And I said, and I, all I thought was, oh my gosh, I have to go, I have to ask Jim. I have to, you know, there's just no way. I just can't go out and just buy this furniture, you know. And she looks at me and she kind of grabs me by the hand. She goes, you don't have to ask him, you know. You got to do what's best for you now. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's true, you know. And so um, I went and bought it. Now, I felt guilty about it for a while because it was something I was changing that was my decisions now and not our decision as a family or our decision as a couple. Right. And so, but that was my first big experience. Now I went, decided to go back to school, but he had already, we had already talked about that when he was still alive. And so that was my first big experience. And once I did that, I just kind of changed things to be more my things, 
not, and I shouldn't say it like that, but maybe because I knew at that point now it was going to be my choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to accept the fact that he was gone. And so, um, so exactly, we just have to, and we have to come into our own empowerment. We have to come into our own, and no matter where you're, where you're at in life, doesn't matter if you've lost somebody or just, you know, just being yourself, you have to come into your own empowerment and persevere and persevere right. with gratitude. Um, yeah. And just like you, I had to lean on God. I had to lean yeah. on a higher power because I don't know, whatever else I wouldn't have been able to ever get through it without him exactly so um, your words cannot be any truer though you are such an inspiration Nicolene that's all I can tell you true inspiration I like what you said about coming into your own empowerment that's the Mm -hmm. key right there it really is and sometimes um, yeah and you know as women and men too now a lot of more men are staying home or doing but things that they also have to come we all have to come into our own empowerment but also, as women, we feel like we have to do everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, I have found that I don't have to do that so much. Um, I still do a lot of things. I still do a lot of things but for other people. But I've also learned to say no. And yeah. that has been a big breakthrough for me as well. Um, used to be I would never say no. Used to be I would jump in everything I could to the point that I would almost drive me and my family crazy. Mm-hmm. And so now I've learned to say no. Um, again, coming back to where we talked earlier, to have that alone time. Right. I used to, yeah, hate having alone time, and now I cherish my alone time. That's how I regroup, rethink, um, and everything. So, how do you find, um, Nicolene? How do you find for yourself? What, um, what have you found, particularly in these last ten, seven, eight months? Um, what have you found for yourself that maybe will help the listeners come to fruition about what they can do to help themselves? Well, I think the thing that I've found is, especially for my business, is to have a system, is to have a way of doing things. I don't live haphazardly. I don't just wake up and do stuff. I have to think carefully. I have to plan my day every single day. Mm-hmm. So I plan my day and I stay on that plan. I don't get out of that plan. If there's something that's trying to pull me away from that plan, I have to reschedule that thing. I have to put it to the next day or when I can get to it. Mm -hmm. So I don't do things haphazardly anymore that throw me from here and there. I'm very organized and structured in how I live my life, and that has been very, very useful in helping my kids be stable. That Mm -hmm. stability and predictability is very, very important and has been very useful Mm -hmm. um, for me and the kids. So that's one very important thing that I'd love to encourage the guests to implement, to write down mm-hmm. your three most important things for the day, five most important things that you're going to accomplish, and check them off. And anything that tries to take you out of that schedule, put that thing for the next day as, your to, as a to-do list, as a to-do thing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, very good. Very good advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That helps um, you stay organized, it helps you stay focused, and it helps you accomplish more instead of just running around every day trying to do everything and not knowing what you're doing and getting the kids agitated. Because when you're not organized and you're everywhere, it affects the kids. So you want to be very structured in how you do everything. It does. And with, with the kids still in school, too, it helps because they have a schedule they have to keep. 
Yeah. And if they're in the extracurricular activities or whatever their, you know, whatever their activities are, it helps because they have a system and they have a structure that they have to keep. And so they know that um, where they have to be. And then you have to keep on top of that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so when your kids are older, like mine, and it's just Mm -hmm. me, (laughs) some days I'm not very good at organization. And I'll be honest, I fly by the seat of my pants a lot of times, and that also (laughs) causes anxiety for me and other people, Um, but especially my mother, actually. So um, she's like, just tell me when it's done. Just tell me when you're done. But it is is a lot more helpful to be organized because there are a lot of times I'll have my to-do list, and I'll be like, okay, this is what I have to do every day. You know, this is what I have to do before I get up. Now, this morning I was very good. I got up, and I got a lot of stuff done even before the show started, so... Mm-hmm. My big thing is I love to work out, and so I work out in the mornings. Um, yes. Yeah, I go to kickboxing, and then oh, I also... I love that. Thank Anything you, yeah. Um, please, tell me more. The kickboxing is just a great stress reducer. I've been doing it for years. I started when we lived in Colorado, and then when we moved back here to South Dakota, um, I just it's just a great avenue to get stress out. It's just... Mm-hmm. You can hit that bag and just pretend. They always say, pretend it's your boss's face. Pretend it's, you know, whoever's making you mad this week. Just pretend it's them. And you just hit that bag or kick that bag as hard as you can. But it's also a great exercise. It's just getting the adrenaline going and the endorphins going. Um, and then when you're done, we're uh, they work us hard. And yesterday, like I said, was my birthday. And so then we always have to do extra sit-ups or push-ups if it's somebody's birthday. I didn't exactly tell them how old I was because I didn't want to do that to the rest of the class, how many push-ups we had to do. So I was nice and said I was only 25, and so we only had to do 25 <laughs> extra push-ups. Normally, we would have had to do the whole thing. So I was actually so pretty nice. your nutrition? My nutrition is... Um, not as good as it should be, but um, I do a protein shake in the morning before I go work out, and that really helps me. I do it about 40 minutes before my workout starts, and that really helps me to um, get that extra push I need to work, have a really good workout. I can notice, I can tell if I've eaten too much the night before that my workout isn't going to be as good the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicolene, we are almost to our close. My producers tell me we have a little less than two minutes left to go, maybe like about a minute and a half. Is there anything else you'd like to say um, before we close this segment? No, I just want to encourage your listeners, and I want to thank them for coming on the show, and also encourage them if you have a goal, a dream, just stay focused on it. Just keep building your goal. Keep working on your dreams, keep pursuing your ambitions, and try to find balance to spend time with the people you love and stay healthy. So it's health, connections, relationships, and pursuing your goals. That's what life is all about. Perfect, Nicolene. And again, we can find you at www.nicoleneambi.com. Nicolene is the international best-selling author and also an international motivational speaker. Along with myself, I'm an international motivational speaker along with a podcast host now and international best-selling author. My website is www.johausman.com. J-O-H-A-U-S as in Sam, M-A-N.com. Nicolene, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I cannot even thank you enough for... um, all the love and support, and hopefully our listeners have gotten to get good, great, have gotten great advice this morning. And um, I just want, I want you back on the show with me, hopefully in the near future. 
Thank you, Joe. It would be my honor. All right. You have a great rest of your day. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Go For It on the Empowerment Channel with Voice America Talk Radio. I am the host, Joe Hausman, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.